Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time of day it is, when you might be able to tune in and join this message. This is Rev. Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is today's edition of Bible Bites, episode 192, as we continue reading through the scriptures this year. My reading today is found <clears throat> excuse me, in Psalm chapter 140 through 145. So we're almost finished with the book of Psalms. That will be, um, we should finish it up tomorrow, Lord willing. So I want to make a few comments today as we go through and look at Psalm 140 through 145. First of all, Psalm 140 does tell us that the author is David, and it was to be delivered to the chief musician to be used in, in song and worship. And this psalm, he is, um, it's a prayer. He's primarily focusing on God delivering him in the first five verses, um, calling out to God, from, to God to deliver him from the workers of evil. And I want to read verse 12 and 13 to you. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and justice for the poor. Surely the righteous shall give thanks to your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence. So David understands that uh, the confidence, he has that confidence of knowing that the living God is going to act well on his behalf and on behalf of all those who've been oppressed. Chapter 141 is also a psalm of David. And I want to read to you verse 2. Let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. According to Revelation chapter 5 verse 8 and chapter 8 verses 3 and 4, <clears throat> prayer, the prayers of the saints are considered and are in essence a fulfillment or uh, the fulfillment of the typology of incense when they would burn the incense in the temple and in the tabernacle and it's interesting to to note that the most beloved part of the entire daily service of the tabernacle and of the temple to God was the incense burning sacrifice the Lord loves that he loves it when we pray and our prayers lift up before him as incense, a sweet-smelling savor in his sight. And also at that time, this was part of the evening sacrifice, the evening uh, service. And at that time, as they were going to close out the service for the day, they would also lift their hands in prayer and in praise to God. And so this was a very beloved part of the service. And it's beloved to God. It's something that is special to God. And David here, uh, 141 is a psalm of David. And David here is crying out that his prayers would be as sweet smelling to the Lord and as precious to the Lord as the incense that they would offer. And that the lifting up of his hands would be as precious to God as the evening sacrifice. I see in verse 3, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. How much do we need to pray that? Sometimes even daily, perhaps, or sometimes even more often than that. 
We need God to watch over our speech and what we say. Four, verse four is another prayer that we can pray. Lord, don't incline my heart to any evil thing to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity. And do not let me eat of their delicacies. Sin can appear pleasurable. It can have a season of pleasure to it. But it's just like those delicacies. It's like when you bait a hook and you go fishing and you put something on that end of the hook that's going to catch the fish. And then you're going to kill the fish. You're going to ensnare that fish. And it's similar to that, what's being talked about here. Don't take the bait. Don't fall for Satan's bait. You'll regret it in the end. Then, in verse um, 9 and 10 of that same chapter, I think this is a good prayer for us to pray as well. With all the deception that is going around today, we need to pray that God will deliver us from snares that are out there and that we won't fall for the lies that are floating about. Chapter 142, the author here is David, and we're told this was a prayer that he wrote in one of the caves, most likely hiding and fleeing from Saul or from some enemy. I want to read verse 2. I pour out my complaint before him. I declare before him my trouble. This is literally talking about just having conversation and communication with God being able to express that to God, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're struggling with, what you don't understand. Beloved, prayer is a dialogue. It's a, it's a place when you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, when you're in covenant with the living God, you can come to him in prayer and pour out your heart before him. Whatever emotion you're having at that time, whatever situation, whatever you don't understand, and so that's what David is talking about here. He's pouring out his heart. And when his spirit is overwhelmed within him, <clears throat> he has to trust that God knows his path. God knows where he is and God has it all under control. And so I pray that this is an encouragement to us to call upon the Lord, no matter where we are in our season in life, and just to be able to be free to converse it with him, just like you would with a friend. If you were really going through something and you had a friend, you went to lunch with a friend or whatever, and you just pour out your heart to that person. That's what it's talking about here. That kind of a deep relationship is what David is talking about here. And so I pray we can observe that and get to that place as well. Chapter 143, the author is listed for us as David. And I want to read verse 6, and it says this, I spread out my hands to you, my soul longs for you like a thirsty land. If you read the first part of that, David is also crying out because he's, he feels crushed. He feels like he's dwelling in darkness. Um, he's, he's having a rough time of it. And so he comes out and he says, you know what? In spite of that, because I remember the days of old, I meditate on all your works, he says in verse 5. And then he says, I spread out my hands to you. My soul longs for you like a thirsty land. We need to just remember 
where our help comes from and that we can call out to God in times of distress. In Psalm 144, the author again is listed as David. And, you know, I find it interesting in verse 1, Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Now, in David's case, he took that literally. God really had made him a warrior, and he had to fight literal, real battles. But I see an application here spiritually for all the rest of us, because, you know, even in this, we realize, and there was a movie recently that came out, War Room. And so, beloved, a lot of our battles, a lot of our wars are fought in prayer with the Lord. And so I see an application here that God can train our hands and our fingers for war and for battle in prayer so that we know how to war in prayer, how, how to gain victory in prayer and in intercession and in worship, even in clapping our hands and praising the Lord with our hands. Hallelujah. Verse 15 of chapter 144 describes that blessed, happy state of those who, who fall into the category of verse 9 through 14 and what he's described there. When you make certain choices, there's a blessing and there's consequences of life and goodness that come from those good choices. So I pray you'll be encouraged with that as well. And then in, one, in 145, the author again is listed as David. And in verse 1 through 3, he talks about how this is a daily declaration for him. And I, I encourage us to make it a daily um, declaration that we also adopt. He talks about how every day I will bless you. And he goes on down and he says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Maybe we need to make that a daily declaration in our own lives as well. Psalm 145, verses 1 through 3. I will extol you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Verse 4 of that chapter talks about how the faith of Jesus Christ is to be passed on from one generation to the next, to the next, to the next, to the, to the next. And we do that through declaring it to them, declaring the praises of God to the next generations. I pray that in our families that we are passing the faith along to the next generation. In our churches, in our, in our home groups, <clears throat> in whatever way we can that we are passing the faith on to generations that are coming beyond us. May it be so in Jesus' name. In verse 5, you know, I, I thought about this today, and this is my question. Let me read the verse first. I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. You know, sometimes we have trouble with quietness. We have trouble just being somewhere and being quiet and still before the Lord. And maybe, just maybe, we need to sit in God's presence and just ponder on His majesty. 
you know, if you if it helps you, go outside and see a sunset or a sunrise and and just be in that place of quietness. If there's a room in your house or whatever it may be, get alone with the Lord sometimes and just sit and meditate on him, on his glorious splendor, on his majesty, on his wondrous works. So I encourage us to develop some pattern in some way where we just get alone and get still and quiet sometimes and let him speak to us. I pray that that will be a blessing to you as well. And then I want to close up here with verse 8 and 9 of chapter 145. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Whatever he's working in your life and in your situation, know that these verses are true of our God. He is good to you, and his tender mercies are over everything he's doing in your life. They're covered by the tender mercies of God. I pray that this has been a blessing to you. Lord willing, we will continue in our Bible Bites series daily as we look into the Word of God and read through the Scriptures in this year. God bless you today.